Oh, it's so wonderful to see you again. Come in and unwind. Welcome back to the Celestial Cafe, a podcast for the magical mind. So come, take a seat. Would you like something sweet? A star drop potion for the soul? Maybe an enchanted eclair as a treat? I just baked a batch of warm cookies with a dash of moonlight. I wonder what will happen if you take a little bite. Here's your bewitching beverage. Let each sip melt your worries away. It's time to open your mind. I wonder what magic awaits us today. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the second to last episode of Celestial <laughs> How are you all, my fellow co-hosts? Oh, man, I'm hanging in there, you know. We're a little loopy as so. a collective. I'm feeling very different than I was last week and the week before. <laughs> a lot has changed. A lot yeah. of time has passed. We've grown and expanded uh, and seen a lot of new yeah. things. You've seen a lot of different clothes sliding off my face. <laughs> uh, uh, Something cool is happening today, though. Not only is there an episode today on Celestial Cafe, there's also another new episode on my podcast, The Lazy Fazy Oddcast, which, by the way, I have seen all of the love I've been receiving. I've been, uh, like, just... Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's uh, so good. I mean, I just, I can't stop watching or yeah. listening to your podcast. I'm so enlightened since hearing this like, first episode. It's been, it's been a, a true game changer for me. Yeah, it was crazy yeah. when like that really dangerous life. thing happened in the middle of it and I had to like run for my life. But and, you really uh, like pulled it. I, I was worried, but you pulled it out in the end. You, yeah. you definitely like jumped the hurdle and uh, only a few feathers were scathed in yeah, the process. I pulled something out, so. that's for sure. So, so thank you all for enjoying that. I know you all did. I just see it. I see it. So thank you. And uh, I hope you enjoy this episode too. That's my little advertisement. So if you have not Sponsored watched the Lazy Fazy Oddcast, literally, <laughs> if, if you have not seen the Lazy Fazy Oddcast yet, you should definitely tune into this episode. It's our first full fledged episode. And it's kind of a sit down chit chat with me as We're we so kind of go. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, I hope you enjoy and enjoy some tea and tarot with Doug. Dugsley Dugertons. That's all. Now back to Panthera, Panthera. with her episode on <gasps> stones and bones. What, what does that got, mean? What do you got I'm going excited. For us? So I I guess I'm gonna follow kind of the pattern and first we're gonna start off with some QA questions that were submitted our, our lovely participants Woo! in the Discord and on the email. So let me just open up my <laughs> thing. Um First off, uh, from Carisor, what are some good books for working with crystals for beginners? I feel like there's so much information on the internet. I need something reliable. So I kind of hate to disappoint you, uh, but I don't really use crystal books so much. Um, a lot of my crystal workings is done uh, intuitively, or I actually reference my old geology textbook from uh, college a lot. So that's yeah. what I use personally. What about you guys? Uh, um, Oh, yeah, Crystal Bible, Judy Hall, That's there's like four of yeah. these. I think there's four of them that all cover because there's so many different crystals, but um, they, that they cover like a bunch. This one is 
number one. That's why it's unnumbered, actually. And it will have the most common that you're more likely to come across. Um, but there's a bunch of these that have, um, there's like no overlap in the crystals um, mm-hmm. in between the books. But um, it, this just has so much concise information about uh, crystals, about where they're from, what colors they can come in, how rare they are, what um, physical applications you can use for them, what metaphysical applications you can use for them. Um, and like all the different like the differences between like fluorite comes in purple comes in green comes in yellow Rainbow. the different the different um uses of the different colors um so anything yeah. by judy hall is yes amazing for references I, I i'm going to second the judy hall rep, uh reference and recommendation uh all of judy hall's books are excellent including the crystal bibles uh i also do recommend using actual geology uh resources as well uh so mm-hmm. they, I, I don't know if i really talk about here i worked at a crystal shop for about a year and uh we would have a lot of people coming in asking for ids on their crystals and we used the crystal bible extensively we used our personal geology books extensively i think we had like a national geographic uh uh book that that was just like a crystal book i don't remember the exact name unfortunately that was awesome um we, we were kind of talking about this before the episode. And I was reminded of a book, uh, Crystal Basics by Nicholas Pearson mm-hmm. was one that we used in the shop a lot. And uh, the last one I want to recommend is this one right here. It is super thick if you have video on. This is a nice Thickham's book. It's called Love is in the Earth, a Kaleidoscope of Crystals by Melody. That's it. That's her whole name is Melody. Um, I have looked up that book. I think it's out of print and really expensive to get it these is, days. So. I found out. I didn't realize. Yeah. Um, take what's in this book kind of lightly. It gives some pretty um, unhinged claims with what the crystals are capable of. I, I can't lie. But it also has really interesting things like astrological uh uh, 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 what's the word? Correspondences. Thank you. Correspondences and like numerical correspondences, like on those like vibrational levels. Uh, but it's an awesome resource. I use it all the time and it has. I, I've been shocked by how many times I've been able to open the book and the crystal I want is actually in there. It has some really obscure crystals in there. So those are my crystal resources that I use pretty regularly. And yeah, the crystal Bibles, all four of them are phenomenal and you should be and in your library. Honestly, like cannot overstate just actual um, geology books. It's um, the best. Like yeah. The, the cr- yeah, crystal, like metaphysical crystal based books are great, but geology, like I, I I don't even think of it anymore because I studied like I had a rock collection when like starting when I was five. So I've been studying like the geology side of these like my whole life pretty much. But Mm -hmm. when I first got into crystals, it was at the Boston Museum of Science. Like that's where I got my crystals from the gift shop there. And that's how I found out about like a lot of a lot of the um attributes and where they came from how they were formed and knowing like how they were formed is so good for knowing yeah that's how a part to of work magic. with them yeah mm-hmm. absolutely yeah so 
that was our Q&A. Um, our next one is from Miss Lissa from Discord. And the question was, what's your spirit animal or just favorite animal, whatever floats your boat? And I do want to mention first, um, I, I don't like to use the term spirit animal. That is a term specifically for um, Native American indigenous practices. Um, so I prefer Which to Which none use of us the, are. Yes. <laughs> for the record. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so I tend to prefer, but I do have guides. Um, and some of those guides are animals. Um, but I don't use the term spirit animal for those guides, if that makes sense. So, um, but for my animal guides... Um, the animals that I predominantly work with in my practice, I, I do work with a lot of bones. <laughs> so this is a uh, juvenile red fox skull. Um, mm. I do get all my bones secondhand, which is very important to me. Um, definitely be careful with sourcing, um, especially if you're interested in ethical consumption of animal yeah, parts. Sure. And then uh, this is my new baby, my new <gasps> friend, uh, who is a black bear. Wow, that's so cool. So, which is so cool. It's huge. Um, holding this up next to Buck that actually, is so it makes me scared because, cool. like, I'm thinking about hiking and, like, I've been reading a lot about, like, how to and running how into to that. deal with black bears. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just like, that thing's head was bigger than yours. And <laughs> so is Buck, my dog. I know, so but, like, <laughs> there's just something about a motherfucking bear. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> So these are two animal spirits that I'm working very heavily with right now. Um, I guess my first animal guide that I ever discovered was actually... um I first encountered them in meditation. They're the only animal spirit I've ever, like, encountered in meditation, which is interesting for me because I'm a very, like, animal-based person, I feel like. So it it felt especially important to me that this has been, like, the only one. But um, it was a jaguar, which I thought thought was also, like, interesting because, I mean, my name is Panthera. So if you guys don't know, that is the genus of big cat species. Um, Jaguars are Panthera, um, Panthera onca, I believe. Um, off the top of my head, so I think that's correct. But um, jaguars aren't my favorite big cat by far, so them kind of like just coming into my mind in that moment felt very um, purposeful. Like, because uh, tigers are my favorite usually, followed by like lions. You know the the ones you typically think of when you think of like big cats. I feel like jaguars a little like lesser. There's less attention on jaguars typically, so that was very interesting to me. I have um I have an answer to this though too. Like okay. I I went I went to um an indigenous shaman a few years ago. Um and it was it was very interesting. I went with my mom. My mom had like a whole ass experience there too. Um mine was a little more tame than hers, uh, but something that came through really strong was um animal connection with me. Uh and the animal that was most resonant with my energy, and I remember her saying she was like She's like, I, I've never seen this animal come up for anyone. And it was the beluga whale. Um, huh. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, I, I can see that. I can see me having kind of beluga whale energy. Right. Beluga. I had to do Lucy. that play in like first grade. Wait, what? <laughs> I can see you. Me neither. Baby beluga. Sweet, so happy. That's so mean. Yeah, it totally gives me Duke's energy. Yeah. 
Like, I've never heard of that. That's a pop culture. I know. I've never heard of that. It sounds so fun, though. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's just a kid's song. We had a play in first grade, yeah. and we were baby belugas, and we all had like little, uh, like, paper cut out like sea animals so we had like the, the first play i was in was one about yes. the mayflower and i was one of the like like pilgrim wives and my only line was to stand up holding my little pilgrim baby and go i'm hungry i'm thirsty and honestly that's just been my entire life so they they cast me well actually, for that i guess actually when we, when we were when i was in second grade we did a play and um there was a song about a fuzzy wuzzy caterpillar and there were like a couple times where it was like fuzzy and then there was a break and then we would say wuzzy and i said wuzzy really loud too early and was traumatized oh, no. <laughs> never, never participated in a school play ever again no. not the fuzzy wuzzy trauma it happens to the best of us <laughs> okay. yeah yeah okay. it's that was my only like experience like with receiving that kind of like I love animals but I've never felt like a really strong affinity to one or the other um or and mm. nor have I had any type of the most I can think of is I had a really strange dream one time that I was trying to walk between like a jungle or the woods between one village to another with one of my friends in that village and we were we very viscerally saw a lion walking through the trees and that stuck with me really hard and I don't exactly know mm. why um um, I think I've talked about it on an episode before where it's like, was this a previous life? Because the the dream and the memory was so like vivid and strange feeling that I I was just like, why is this so vivid to me? Why is this so, yeah. you know, what's what's so meaningful about this to me? But mm-hmm. that's that's all mm-hmm. I got. Yeah, it's interesting because I I am like like Panther. I'm a very big like animal person. Um, I almost went into veterinary um, medicine and that was what I wanted to study my whole life until um, I got to college and had a mental breakdown. But, um, but, and now I solidarity decided to read books for a living instead. Um, But, but like, I've never, like I have definitely like physical connections to animals, like all, all over the place, but I don't have like, like a spiritual, like, guide connection to them in that way which has always surprised me um but it's like but i do have a physical connection like i'll just be like i would be when i lived in rhode island i would bike like 30 miles a day just for fun because i had nothing else to do um so so bike like 30 miles a day and like deer would just come out and like run alongside Mm -hmm. me on the bike path for like miles and like stuff like that um and and like i mean they're like feral cats will just come up to me that's how i have felix (laughs) but but like i i have that actual connection with animals but i've never had like a spiritual guide connection aside from the animals that have been in my life like my childhood cat jewel um and and avocado and phoenix um aside from that but i've never had a um like a general animal guide which has always surprised me yeah, I guess too. Um, we talked about this a little bit in the Signs and Synchronicities episode, but um, vultures are a reoccurring like sign and guide, I guess, for me. And then um, 
I get bird feathers a lot. And mm. um, lately, it's been like, ever since we did that Science and Synchronicities episode, it's been like accelerated, Whoa, which is actually I, I was talking to Dukes about this the other day. I've been seeing like 222-555-444-333. Every time I look at the clock, I have 313, 382, 316, like everywhere constantly to the point where I like it's if I look at the clock and like, of course, now it's 1117. But um, if I look at the clock and it's not something but, and then it's like, I don't know, am I like looking at the clock mm-hmm. 50 times a day and I'm only like remembering the the ones that, you know, confirmation bias, in other words. But it's it's been kind of uncanny. Like, mine isn't the same as like looking at a clock at least. So I, I feel like yours is much more number based than mine. As yes. We discussed in that yeah. episode. Definitely check it out. But um. <laughs> We talked a lot about me finding feathers and lately that has been like, so one of the things that you were like, well, don't you, can't you just like find a can't feather you just if you like look psych for yourself it? Out so for I went up to myself and I was like, okay, I'm not going to find just one feather is not enough anymore. It has to be a very unique feather or it has to be like multiples. And I started finding pairs of feathers like immediately wow. the next day. And then yellow feathers. I found a pair of yellow feathers, which I never get That's yellow so feathers. Random. We only yeah. very rarely get yellow birds up here. We've got like um we one have... type of like finch that's up say. here. And it's only during the summertime. And I've been finding like yellow feathers. And then a bird was on my passenger mirror of my car the other day and like sat there and like I got in my car and I looked over and it's like staring at me like through my window like I was that close to it and then I got out of my wow. car and like walked around it because I thought it was hurt or something I was like I can't drive off with this bird sitting on my like when uh like my passenger side mirror and um it didn't go away until i was like reaching out to like scoop it up because i thought it like couldn't fly or something and then it went up and it landed on right under my window where my other altar is where i pack my crystals and stuff and that was like okay that's fucking weird and then today i was out and i was like oh a feather and i like pick it up and i look and there's just like 20 feathers all in this one spot and like they were all like normally finding a lot of feathers in one spot is like okay maybe something got attacked here or something but i couldn't find any evidence like there wasn't any down feathers because usually they'll tear the chunks off or like the feathers will be messy or blood of course like um nothing like just a bunch of it's weird that you say that because i've definitely been noticing like an acceleration of like synchronicity feelings and and then on top of that like there's been the like the, the the immediate pivot for me to um this like travel and this like exploration mm-hmm. and, and so it's it's very interesting i don't know we it was we unlocked something with that episode i guess <laughs> i think it was cool. just like being more aware sometimes i think that once you start paying more attention the universe is like yes here take it absolutely like you're doing good like um that's at least every time i feel like i re kind of center and ground myself i feel like i get more and more signs that like yes this is the right path keep going Mm -hmm. um but yeah Mm -hmm. so that's i guess like birds i guess are another like big um guide for me which is interesting because i've never really been super drawn to birds until i took my ornithology class in college and that really got me like paying attention to like the diversity of species just in like my backyard um and i think that's very cool these like messengers of the air that travel the world and like come yeah. and choose the, your your backyard to like rest in and lay. Mm-hmm. i've been finding eggs too like eggs like fucking crazy oh. which is like i feel like it's hard to find like good quality like I think not so. 
super broken eggs. Um, Robin eggs, which Robins have been like a reoccurring specific bird for me for a long time now. And and Robins Um, eggs in particular, it's like that's like a crayon color, you know, like Robins egg blue. mm -hmm, That bright blue. Yeah, that's like a very specific egg motif. Isn't it like super late in the season for Robin's eggs? Yeah, I thought so. But like I don't they, know. They, they're born in like early spring, right? Bright blue little baby eggs, little teeny eggs. I don't know. Wow. It's weird. Cool. It's very strange. But so, okay, I guess moving forward to kind of my content, what I'm going to be creating here soon. Um, I'm feeling really excited and inspired to redo uh, kind of move forward with my YouTube channel and continue with my blog. I really like some of the more recent content I've been doing on my blog where it's like the history deep dives and kind of a little more than just like a how-to. I love the how-to stuff and the educational content, um, but I've been really enjoying just like diving into some of this research and learning more. And I I think I'm going to continue a lot of those themes as we move forward. Kind of like I did the we did that uh, history of cats and witches episode and my corresponding blog posts and things like that. So definitely going to be seeing a more um, focus on that style of content, especially on my blog. I want to be sharing more about like crystals, how they work, how I use them, um, how to use individual crystals for your practice and like specific crystals to use for different workings or correspondences. So like, you know, the best crystals for love or the best crystals for um, I do a lot of money magic. So that'll probably be a big focus as well. And I also want to do a lot more about working with animals. I feel like these are the things that I'm like, so, so passionate about. And I don't really have anything about it on my, uh, my channels and my content. So I want to fuse a little more of this into what I'm creating and, and teaching. And so working with animals in your practice using bones and the similarities kind of between like bones and crystals and rocks, and then the differences too, and kind of how you can work with these different things, um, in tandem with each other or separately, uh, connecting with animal spirits and using animal archetypes in your workings mm-hmm. as well. Um, I'd love to like one of the ideas that I've always had and I'm getting back into art again. So maybe this will happen sooner rather than later, but I really want to make an animal correspondence coloring book where it's mm. got like the animal and each Cute. one's like a little blog page and stuff. So you can like color it, but it's like a little book of shadows page for, um, for that animal I'm working with all the on information. coloring book pages. We can work. <laughs> we can have. We can have our coloring book drawing little sessions. Little co-work session. Absolutely, um. absolutely. So I that like it's always been something that I've wanted to do. Um, and then also I want to show you guys kind of how I use my or work with my pets and um, wild animals too in my actual practice. So um, I was actually going to ask if you like mm-hmm. do magic with like Buck. Absolutely. So it's more of like doing things for my animals. Um, I don't really like utilize my animals in my practice. I more of gift them things in my practice. So like um, spells for protection, of course, for mine. And I Mm. actually have... um, there's some spells that I've had written for a long time that I need to do, but um, add to my blog. But um, I've got spells for like um, healing hips and joints for for senior animals, for animals that are more prone to those issues. Um, and a lot of them are based in actual animal nutrition, which is something I'm very, very passionate about. And um, 
you know, that used to be my job was uh, basically doing nutrition recommendations for people for their animals and kind of like infusing that with my magical practice, um, calming spells with your animals. I have one spell that I'm working on that's an animal communication spell. So it is something that you can make for you and your animal and you both like eat this little treat and then it's supposed to help enhance the Aww, communication cute. between you and your animals. So Aww, like, you're like I don't that. know what's going on with you right now. Like you like Bucky's bark at me and I don't know what's up like you could do this little spell and like mm. hopefully that communication you'll be able to understand each other a little more and um, awesome. you know move your relationship forward so expect lots of things like that from me and also something that I've been this is like another merging thing but I feel like I've never really like dabbled in this particular area is um, I really want to make content about like merging science and witchcraft so I'm a very mm. like scientific person i went to school for biology i went to school for zoology um and kind of how that fuses with my spirituality because to me they aren't separate at all um no. and i feel like that is something that a lot of people don't understand when they first get into spirituality it feels like a lot of people think it's got to be one or the other like you, you can yeah. either be magical and whimsical or you can be logical and scientific and to me that's just not yeah. the case like these yeah. things go so much more together than i think a lot of people realize and um i think that science is just understanding what is magical about our universe that we live in and i just want to like really deep dive into that and one of the posts that i've been working on for my blog is talking about like the signs of crystals and how they like what does it mean when a crystal has a vibrational frequency and the science behind this and how we actually use like crystals that vibrate in our technology every day like quartz crystals are in our cell phones because they mm -hmm. vibrate at a specific frequency and they can maintain an electrical charge and they're used in the circuitry just like in your pcs um it's so so fascinating to me so like some detailed blog posts connecting spiritual workings and practices with scientific laws and theories. Um, very, very interested in talking about those things and adaptability, evolution. Like, oh, it just gets me going. Have you uh, <laughs> have you ever heard of the term a sass witch? No, I don't think um, so. I, I, have, I have the exact no. meaning. It's it's um, an acronym, so it's, it's mm -hmm. short for um, skeptical, agnostic, or atheist, and generally science-seeking witches oh interesting uh, sass witch. Me. <laughs> yes uh there's a thriving community um particularly on reddit uh i've seen for sass witches but um there there's there's i've seen multiple hubs of sass witchery uh around and uh, for anyone listening and also for you panthera i would recommend like starting to look into like that that verbiage yeah because i've never I've, heard of that yeah that there's there's a very very strong subsection and it's larger than you think i think there's a, a a lot of us and I, I consider myself kind of falling under that umbrella mm -hmm. as well where like um i'm i'm skeptical skeptical that's a new word skeptical but but um totally willing you know and yeah. and a part of me like um i think a good amount of skepticism is very healthy especially in a yeah. spiritual um practice or just having a spiritual mindset it's always good to question and never take anything just um at face value especially what you hear on the internet <laughs> oh god yeah you never know what you're listening to is relevant or valid or anything i've seen so much you know pop astrology pop witchcraft just just churning out mm -hmm. just something new without even putting any thought or heart into it and makes me sick so <laughs> yeah that's why we need more people like panthera out there to spread the good word of um 
you know, the, the, there's weight to what we're doing. Yes, science. Uh, exactly. And, science can be fun, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, there's even a popular theory that that magic is, and what we consider to be magical, is just science that hasn't been explored yet. Absolutely, um, absolutely. I yeah. am a full believer that like what we understand is like energy work and um just like a lot of the uh experiences whether it be through witchcraft or the paranormal or whatever i think a lot of it is just um things that we don't fully understand yet and mm -hmm. it's so interesting to see like um right now at least uh at the day that we're recording this there's uh, some upcoming announcement that's going to be made from the scientific community that has to do with oh, gravitational yes. waves and how they are detected in like some discovery oh my gosh in yes the universe yeah. I think I haven't seen Hank, what it is Hank yet. Green has been posting about it it's honestly yes. like so scientific I don't understand it but it's basically going to so basically allow it's them measuring a different type of wave than a light wave or you know like a sound wave and things like that uh, vibrational waves um, or electromagnetic waves they found a way to measure gravitational waves and it's basically a whole new way of mm. seeing the universe and wow. what is out there that is not like visible to the eye um, which is very interesting so I'm not sure exactly how that is going to affect whatever this discovery is I, I think as we're recording this i don't know if the announcement has been made um but i know it's coming and that it has to do with using those gravitational waves to detect something yes, in the universe it was made it's the 29th specifically but they released the information last night the people that were right. under like uh like non-disclosures or whatever it was that they had signed uh, i can't remember the name of it but um it's something to do with um black holes uh gravitational waves um and and kind of how we understand like it's supposed to let them understand which black holes were there in the beginning of at all. Uh, That's crazy. So, so, so crazy. There's so some really crazy quantum, and they said that that it's wow. taken them 15 years to basically verify that this data is um, mm -hmm. is applicable and valid. But now that they've gotten this 15 year pool of data, that the information that they're able to glean from this is going to start rapidizing. So it's a lot like the singularity, the concept of the singularity, where everything's mm -hmm. gradual, and then all of a sudden it just boom, skyrockets. But we're it's crazy. it's literally like some quantum physics mind bending shit is about to hit the scientific community fan um, which should also change our collective understanding of the universe at large and what we are and who we are um, some Insane. real big like, acid shit yeah. going on here so <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> so cool but yeah so expect some I'm gonna be honest uh, when it gets a little too physics-y it's I, I'm much more of a grounded biology person I like a fluffy feathery and scaly and quantum physics is one of my like sub niches that I'm very like <laughs> I, I will do go on quantum physics have to come on my channel and I can talk love about to, this but yeah. uh, I've been following <laughs> Hank Green um, y'all might be familiar with him as a, one of yeah. the old school YouTubers he's very good at oh god taking he is an old school YouTuber old school. Um, he's, he's very good at taking no. like complicated mathematical scientific topics and yeah. condensing them into digestible he's like kind of bill nye vibes right mm -hmm. taking really complicated topics and making them easy to digest for um young people and people that don't have like a deep <laughs> grasp on science or or just truly it flies over their head science and math specifically so physics of course goes with that but yeah so i'm i'm very excited to dive more into this like 
meshing of science and witchcraft on my channel. Um, wow. Some upcoming content too that I have like specifically planned, which I'm really excited for this one. Um, I've got a TikTok series planned. Um, which is Roll for Witchcraft. So inspired heavily by Roll for Sandwich, Roll for Sushi, and all of those wonderful channels. Um, it's a TikTok series where I'm going to be using uh, my D&D dice to create a, a spell for us. And we'll be kind of like, I think it's going to be so fun and creative to bring, give me some inspiration for like how to throw together like a, a spell and show you guys how I might like go through my process of problem solving for specific things. Um, so I'm really excited for that one. Definitely expect more shop updates. Could you give us an example orders. of what, what like one of those videos might look Here like? I have. So let me open up my notes. <laughs> it has all of the, uh, the rules. So first I would roll for a spell container or a base, which might be like, um, it's one Is that through a ten. D10? That would be a D10. Um, it's uh, like a bottle, a bag, a candle. It might be like a food item or like a okay. bowl, a box, a powder, an oil, etc. So that's like Let's what make the one spell right will now. be. I just rolled a two. So that would be a spell bag. We're going to do a spell bag. Now okay. roll. Give me two D20 rolls. I got a D20 right here. I okay, got one a, from each oh, you. you got it? Well, I got six I got twice. So one of them is six. Okay, one of them I is get six. A, a four. So we're going to do a spell for attraction and abundance. So that's cool. So we'll be attracting in abundance. So I think Literally, that's great. Literally, cool. all that oil I spilled. <laughs> <laughs> so we're making a spell bag now for attracting in abundance. And then our spell okay. components, uh, both of you roll a d20 again. So two d more d20s. I got a and four. this is what I have so far. I might continue I to add to this. So we're going to be using herbs or plants and then also water magic to create this spell. So probably how I would do this is um, my water, my seashell waters. water dice. I have a bunch of um, stored bottles of water from different moon phases and things like that. So how I'd probably start with this is choosing one of those and anointing my spell bag with it. Um, I might also take this spell bag to a water source or something and perform my spell there to get like the flow. So like flowing water flowing in attracting that abundance so kind of working with those energies herbs and plants will probably stick with things that are abundance focused so using a lot of like um i love cinnamon for abundance basil yeah. is a good one oregano and i love I a little bit of chamomile in there yep so that would be a great one so and then um so that's pretty much like you have a spell bag there already. I'd probably think a little harder on like the water magic. That one throws me off a little bit, but I think at least the first anointing thing I the thought, bag with the water. Because you said like herbs and plants is like, um, okay, go with me on this. So you you get like a biodegradable bag and you put dirt mm -hmm. in it and you put seeds in it and then you plant it and water it with like anointed water. Yeah, like, that would work too. If I used a, um, a bag that would be deep degrade too. Mm -hmm. um, what I could also do is after performing this spell, I could bury this bag um, like under my front door if I wanted to attract abundance into my home. Yeah. Or if you worked somewhere, you could bury it under uh, by the front door to your job or your um, workplace. Cool. Um, so yeah, that would be kind of like just a, a quick idea of how, what you can expect there. I'm very excited. I think it's going to be really fun. This is fun a really cute idea. Inspiring. It's like cool improv. And <laughs> yeah. it's also like writing um, inspiration too. Like and I get to roll my tiger's eye dice, which uh, makes me very happy. Um, and then you also get to show people how easy and fun it is to create exactly. a spell that is multidimensional. 
And like some of the things and on there are like using dirt. Like um, there's some really like unique uh, spell components and things like that that are on there that I think will help like expand creativity a little bit when it comes to coming up with a spell for yourself. Mm-hmm. And you can you can um, inspire a whole new group of dice goblins. <laughs> Who doesn't like a good gemstone dice? Honestly, um, this I have fluor, uh, fluorite dice, and oh, they are mm. they are beautiful, but also fragile. But oh, yeah. they're also <laughs> they're also Animal Crossing. Um, so uh, that's all. Awesome. Got like little bell bags and butterflies and a balloon. Wow, that's so cool. So, the but, heck. Uh, I love that. So some other content that I definitely am going to be creating here soon is more on Sabbaths and Lunasa specifically coming up. So I love talking about the Sabbaths and I really want to continue my series that I've already got going on, my Sabbath celebrations. And then also I want to start making, um, I already have the monthly full moon blogs, but I'm going to be transforming that into video content. So making it a little more consumable for you guys who don't want to sit and read a big blog post. It'll be a little more relaxed and just like talk and chatting about the monthly full moons and how you might utilize them in your practice and also like how to take the full moon and tweak it to be part of your personal like magical year kind of a thing so yeah i'm very excited there um Definitely lots of shop updates, packing orders, unboxings, um, maybe more live sales on Instagram. I really had a fun time doing that. And once I get my recording set up a little more uh, in place for that, I'm hoping to do a lot more. Which also, if you guys are interested, I do have my Etsy crystal shop, which is etsy.com slash shop slash Feralwood Wares. Do you want to see my oils and spell bags and um, money bowls and things like that that are going to be on there there's a bunch of a whole slew of crystals and things now um but i'm very very excited cool yeah i guess to wrap it up um what's your guys favorite crystal mine is a tiger's eye it's my my same answer where's my yeah so i have um a tiger's eye here that was the first gifts I remember receiving from my dad. I've had this probably for God, 25 to 30 years, that specific crystal. And it's just beautiful. I don't know. I love like shiny holographic changes, changes, uh, feeling Mm -hmm. whenever you're rotating it around. Um, it's called um, Chalcedony, I think, or the, it's basically cat called cat's eye where it like flashes, I think is what it's called. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't know. It's just, it's super nice. Um, it's got that golden feel to it, which I've been like re, uh, I guess like embracing my love for like gold. (laughs) Just actual crystal. Um, I've been like re-embracing my like love for like golden yellow orangey like sunset colors in the last like several years. And I'm thinking back and when I was uh when we first got to be able to paint our bedrooms whatever color we want, I picked like a bright sunshiny yellow, but um those were like my first my first favorite colors were like yellows until 
the school system completely demolished my soul and it became black, I guess, when, during my goth years. But <laughs> oh, I, love, I love a good tiger's eye. And I also um, had a had a really big phase with fluorites. Um, mm, and I love fluorite. Uh, I think that, that fluorite is probably still one of my main favorites because it comes in so many color variations. And I like its um, use for like dream work um, and astral mm -hmm. projection and stuff like that. So I'm, um, I don't know. I was very into like blues and purples and pinky crystals and now i've kind of come down to like i love a lot of jasper and stuff like that too i've come mm. down to more earth tones and um things like that cool um so my favorite crystal is probably pretty obvious it's moonstone um <laughs> this one's actually from panthera's shop if you have oh, your video on little rainbow uh, moonstone rainbow moonstone you really i can't i mean i personally can't go wrong with this this is my favorite 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 crystal it has been for a long time since before i even started working with the moon i was drawn to moonstone and it's magic and um i just i adore it i also have some raw moonstone right in front of me this is my first raw piece just like just straight for the ground and i i just i love it um shout outs also to rose quartz to selenite to blue calcite um fluorites are also excellent i'm really into crazy lace agate these days as well bumblebee jasper uh, i love awesome bumblebee for, jasper i love it i think it's awesome uh and uh yeah i'm like really into. i'm, I'm also really into earth tones these days especially if my crystals like the i i switch out my crystals a lot this is where i like i do most of like everything in my life uh right in front of my computer so i i often like rotate crystals in and out and like my collection right in front of me is all like various shades of brown and red and um when usually if you know me i'm more of a pastel pink and blue but i'm feeling very grounded too um and and really like leaning into the more earthy tones these days i also have a fossil over here that's kind of cool what is this called Ooh. this little circle boy ammonite uh ammonite yeah, there we ammonite. go yeah i got some ammonite over here not um, me you're gonna say ammonite because of pokemon <laughs> 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 on, on a different day i would have uh but i i and also clear quartz classic i'm always down for some clear quartz i love 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 crystals and i think one of our regrets with social cafe is not doing a crystal episode um yeah yeah this is this is our this is there our so mini much. crystal episode There's so right much now. to cover in general. But yeah, there was opportunity for the lazy peasy podcast. True, <laughs> already scheduled. Don't worry, <laughs> it's um, happening sooner rather than later. My favorites, I I absolutely love fluorite, rainbow fluorite specifically, but fluorite in general. Um, I have a lot of fluorite. I have actually a fluorite lamp on my altar. Um, and it's just like, it's beautiful. I love that all the different colors have different properties. So you, it, like, especially for rainbow fluorite, you can use it for all these different uses all at once, which is great. Oh, yeah. Um, because I mean, nobody only has one major thing going on in their life at a time. Right. <laughs> if you do let me know your secrets because, um, I don't, um, I also love obsidian. Um, obsidian Ooh. has been like one of my favorites since I was young. Um, and I can absolutely blame Tamara Pierce for this. My favorite author, um, <laughs> like a glass, um, ball of obsidian is like a thing in one of her books. And I latched onto it. It was like, that sounds cool. And I have just loved it since. Cool. Um, I, I, I just love, like how it's formed i love like 
how like I just love how it feels. It's super, super protective. Um, and, uh, and maybe that's why um, everyone says I have too many shields. Maybe as the obsidian. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but one of the other ones, um, I can't find it. It's usually on my desk, but I just cleaned my desk. And of course, now I have misplaced it. Um, I usually have a tower of sunstone, which is only a crystal I um, came across, well, a couple years ago now, um, when I started pulling the sun tarot card all the time. Mm. And, um, and, and I was like, the sun keeps popping up, the sun keeps popping up. And someone's like, maybe you should get some sunstone and carry like carry that around with you or putting it on your desk or anything. So I usually have a tower that sits on my desk. And I also have a sunstone bracelet um, that I wear all the time just to bring that happiness into me. Um, so my the person who suggested that sounds really beautiful and talented and smart. W- was it you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Honestly, I I thought it was, but I wasn't sure. So um, that I sounds wanna... like a really good idea. I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so I wear it on my left on my left wrist to bring in um the receiving hand. Um, nice and Sorry. um and uh and and it's just like one of those. Things that's just nice to always have that little extra bit of sunset sunshine uh, because I can use it <laughs> so <laughs> pretty much um, so yeah I didn't know about sunstone until until um, some mysterious person who apparently knows their crystals um, mentioned it but I really enjoy it I'd uh, like to meet them and watch their podcast personally <laughs> that's just me <laughs> <laughs> Tom but, Fuller. Um, but yeah so those are probably um like my top three at the moment or long-term top three but i also really like soda light um which so is not lit. talked a lot but it's really good for anxiety um mm-hmm. so i used to i used to have a bracelet of it um when i was like really struggling with anxiety and then i started going to therapy and working on my <laughs> working on my anxiety and my bracelet broke and it was like you don't need this anymore i was like thanks <laughs> <laughs> but but i i really like soda light uh for that like communication and anxiety and if social anxiety specifically um so yeah so delight towers uh, are actually one of the things that are going up in my shop here so you're like, oh, maybe sure. there. not the double check Whoa. but <laughs> check on the podcast release <laughs> they should be there wink wink nudge nudge well, well maybe I you guess- can buy one yeah, listening totally to my should. They someday. they all need good song, uh, good homes to go to. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're looking for homes. Um, but yeah, I guess that kind of wraps up my episode. And you can join us next week for our final episode that we know of um, about Celestial Cafe. And we're going to be kind of doing like a reflection conversation on what we have learned and how we've grown together as co-hosts on the Celestial Cafe. And yeah, it's probably going to be a little emotional, <laughs> I feel like. Probably. So just, you know, be prepared for that. And um, 
yeah, I guess uh, I'll do a little self promo here since it's the end of my episode. Um, you can find me everywhere at Panthera, the Farrowwood Witch, or at Farrowwood Farm. And my Etsy shop, once again, is etsy.com slash shop slash Farrowwood Wares. I will be working at the Great Lakes Medieval Fair also uh, this upcoming summer. Um, sporadically, it sounds like I might be working every weekend, but like mid shifts only. So come check me out. Come, uh, come join us and have fun. And yeah. So we will we will see you next week for the final episode of Celestial Cafe. Um, thank you all for joining us. I hope you all enjoyed our individual episodes, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye bye.